Hello and welcome to the 87th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts, or even cutting speed Spend on your data analysis tool, send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswan ppc. I'm actually quite excited because like um I always get inspired by other people's websites, especially like young female entrepreneurs who do like some really cool snazzy things, snazzy things with their website. So again, I rejigged my website and put some really nice bright pictures of me laughing and having a coffee to show, you know, how welcome and I'm very interested to hear from you and all your needs about paid media. So anyway, in this chat, we have Julie Riccini leading us um, in um, in the topic, our second topic of um, 2020, talking about 2020 PPC wishlist. Now, disappointedly, I was too busy to participate in this chat live, um, but I will definitely be giving my wishlist and my desires um, as I go along and go through, um, the questions and answers, um, obviously not for all the platforms, but as many as I can. So let's go. So Julie welcomes us, say hello. Thank you for joining her. And, um, we're talking about 2020 PPC wishlist, but first, did you make any new year's resolutions you want to share for me? No, I think I've already started on one that may already be a resolution, but I don't like speaking it because I feel like as soon as I speak it, um, I'll probably, I'll probably stop it. So I've just started really eating healthily. Again, who knows how long that's going to last. Let's hope for the whole year. But, you know, eating healthily, I've, I've seen positive um, decreases to my weight. I'm going to join the gym next month. I'm going to do a park run on Saturday. A park run, that's like when I'm in London. They London, I imagine even outside London as well, there are different parks that organize a free run. And, you know, you get loads of people, like hundreds of people that will gather at 9 a.m. on the Saturday and do a five-kilometer run. Um, and it's really nice. Anyway, so I'm going to skip with all the resolutions. Only a few were shared anyway and go straight into question one. Um, Julie asks, we are going to cover wishes by specific platforms, but if you had one overall wish for PPC in 2020, what would it be? Um, to be fair, I'd say that I'm all up for updates and also up for new things and Google changing the way um, we do things for the better. But I feel that there were just too many. Um, you know, I feel as I feel like it should be um, do something and give us time to adjust to it before throwing a lot more. And I just don't feel Google gave us enough time or the platforms just in general in terms of PPC. We didn't have enough time to catch up with all the different updates that were going on for us to really implement and test a whole bunch of things. And I think we're still like going, oh, OK, that was introduced in 2019. Let me start testing that now. So um yeah, we got Andrea Cruz replying to question one saying lower CPCs across the board. Julia Vice replies easier tracking, support for data studio. It's free, price is right, but so hard when it comes to blended data. Kyle Schertz replies for clients to finally understand the power of branding that lies within PPC. Yes, we need to track rowing, but it should be a cost in and cost out mentality versus a silo. 
Um, Julie replies, question one, saying actual seal, real support for advertisers. So actual real support for advertisers. We are paying customers and get less support than less support than you get from your cable company. Do we get any from the cable company? Anyway, Jonathan Stark replies, question one, saying for my columns to be associated with my email address so I don't have to add them to every account. Honestly, the first thing that came to mind. Um, Colin Slattery goes, I will defer to Amelia, Amalia Fowler on this since we share the same wish um has amali given her answer i don't think so let's hope um that comes around kirk williams replies question one saying that platforms would value the role of the humans um as much as humans are beginning to value the role of automation very true um and um yeah and yeah and yeah, i think we've got greg finn also replying very positive to that and liking um, that answer i do like that one as well um we've got um colin slattery has gone i've seriously had dreams about old exact match in the past few months so yeah david kyle doubting reply to david kyle going getting real exact exact match back so yeah it's just always still confusing that i need to do sqr on exact match and to see what terms around close variants have come up like it's just making our work you know double anyway we've got then julie you're doing giving us question two saying what is your biggest wish for google ads in 2020 now to be fair i feel like my the answer to my first question was mainly to do with google ads because google has has rolled out a lot of changes biggest wish for google ads um Okay, maybe we'll move. Um, I don't know whether that counts as Google and Google Ads. With Google Ads, I'll just I'll just give my answer for Google and Google Ads. I'd say more support that is quite technical and not just sales and pushing OptiScore and pushing you to um, get take all the recommendations of OptiScore and going over your head to the clients and telling the clients that oh yeah, um, your agency are not doing OptiScore well, and so you know you should use someone else or you should just push them to accept all our recommendations yeah that's very annoying kirk williams replies that google ads would value the role of the human as much as humans are beginning to value the role of automation yes he's like yeah he, he, that's just pretty much a repetition of answer to question one but he adds my answer repetition is serious not snark well some snark but really really serious um and then we've got some um, Colin Slattery replying to question two, saying, realistically, I wish for ad group budgets and actual getting data on RSA combo. So that's remarketing. No, and that is responsive search ads. Um, Julie replies to um, Kirk, where Kirk had said the, that Google ads would value the role of humans, blah, blah, blah. Julie replies, shameless plug time. I will be talking about making yourself more valuable than the machines at Hero Conference in April. Oh, I wish someone records that. Or oh, I hope I get the, to see the slides on that one. Um, and Julia replies to that saying, they put me in the last slot before the closing keynote. So don't leave early. No, don't leave, leave for that. I'd really, really love to hear what um, Julie talks about um, regarding that. Kyle Schultz replies to question two saying, in addition to um, George Stark, first tweet, I would love to see even more visibility into smart shopping like Kirk always is harping on. Give us the data. Um, Julia Vice replies to question two saying, the old UI back? No, okay, just an easier time with match types and bid budgets. Estimates on shared budgets, if you please. 
Um, Julie replies to question two, saying, I would love to see the matching nonsense rolled back if I'm wishing. Then I would echo the request for seeing data, if, even if we can't modify it, having it helpful inside and outside of Google Ads. So yes, all these things about, especially like the whole match type stuff, that's definitely another wish I would ask for from Google Ads. Daniel Vardy replies, Google Ads reps are really pushing for YouTube, much less than display. They need to do a better job at proving how well it works. Yes, they are very good at pushing. You'd spend money on things. Jordan Starks replies to, replies to question two, saying transparency about what bid modifiers are actually used in the algorithms for bidding strategies so I don't have to look at a chart to know what levers I can and can't pull. If my bid adjustment isn't taken into account, then don't let me put it in. Um, Colin Slattery replies, oh, another wish. Let me remove all app inventory easily again. I do not want app ads. Um, Daniel Vada replies, question two, saying, make Google ads editor better, better. That right side pain is a pain. Yeah. Never really liked Google Ads from the beginning till now. And, you know, all the new updates with it has just not swayed me in any way, shape or form. Um, so, yeah, Julie goes, feel free to keep going on Google Ads. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we have a long list. But then going on to question three, she goes, what is your biggest wish for Facebook advertising in 2020? Yeah, to be fair, even though the editor for Google Ads is not great, I think Facebook could do with a better editor, a better platform in terms of, you know, actually implementing campaigns and um, just a, a faster way of implementing the campaigns and less cutouts. Let's cut out. I had some very, um, some awful news about doing like Black Friday where, you know, Facebook just, yeah, cut off and just wasn't responding well. Anyway, so in answer to question three, we've got David Kyle replying, power editor coming back. Um, Jordan Starks replies, a bulk offline editor, please. Yes, that's something... I mentioned as well. Um, and then we've got um, Julie Bicini then, um, yeah, replying to question three, saying an offline editor addressing or fixing their backend issues so the damn platform isn't down when you need it. Actual support that is easy to access and helpful. Um, and then Amalia comes in going like, sorry, I'm late, but nevertheless, for answers to question one, she goes, better support for Google ads. I'll venture to say support because what we have right now is some sort of sales hybrid. Yeah. That's definitely my big wish, and I'm with Amalia on that one. Julia Vice replies to question three saying, cracks knuckles. Yeah, she gives us a list. First one, actual support beyond just a phone call. Second, an offline editor for heaven's sake. Third, an end to the constant demand that we open all placements and run only reach campaigns. If you really wanted that, you wouldn't make other types at all. Um, and then we've got Amalia replying to um, question two. And she replies with, again, support, but that doesn't surprise anybody. And then in reply to question three, we've got Carl Schultz saying, um, is it bad to say be more like Google? Ooh, Facebook platform, although better than most, is honestly garbage. They don't help us as advertisers at all. Gosh, that is not a good review for Facebook. And I thought Google had it bad. Um, in reply to question three, we've got Amalia going again with support, although I expect less from them. So I'm less passionate about it. My biggest wish is probably to stop flagging my ads that have no reason or need to be flagged, serving political ads, but pausing my ads for a daycare. Oh, interesting. Julie Bicini replies to question four saying, what is your biggest wish or wishes for Microsoft advertising in 2020? Um, Microsoft, please just, just do better with the 
with the UI. I know Google has changed it, and as much as they've changed it, I don't particularly like it. I'm using now Microsoft Advertising's UI with my new clients, and I really do need to be it because budget is all over the place. Lord, the UI is painful to look at, and the same one they've been sticking their guns to for, those, for several years now. Ah, yeah, I just wish they could do better with that. Um, Andrea Cruz replies to question four, saying better matching of the keywords. Um, yeah, Julia Vice. Oh my God, yes. Better matching of the keywords with the queries. Now, I know nobody uses broad anymore and just simple broad. And it's usually using broad match modifier, aka BMM. But we, someone had mistakenly put um, a keyword on broad instead of BMM. And the search terms that came from the keyword just had nothing to do with the term. I mean, we were talking about the same industry, but let's say the keyword had something to do with like, you know, agreement in principle, a finance company. The key terms that were coming out were brand keywords, were brand credit card keywords, brand current account keywords, a few brand mortgage keywords. And I'm like, how, what is the match at all? Like, no, no, there was no agreement or in or in principle in any of the search terms that came from broad. So the matching for broad is awful. Don't use it. Um, I can't imagine BMM <laughs> is great, but I imagine it's, it's much better. But yeah, I imagine when Andrea was talking about better matching of keywords, she wasn't talking about just pure broad because I don't think anyone uses that anymore. Um, Julia Vice replies to question four saying, hey, I don't need IOs. It's auction-based. IOs for auction-based evergreen campaigns are pretty stupid. Let me just confirm with a credit card or, card or invoice based on the client. Um, Julie replies to question yeah, three, saying, I really hope that with the CBO, so that's campaign um, budget optimizer, that it doesn't kill interest audience and we're stuck with going broad and letting Facebook figure it out. I do more with the in interest audience data than just run Facebook ads. Josh Warner replies to question four, saying, um, to improve their automated bidding strategies, it does not compare to Google's yet. Definitely. Kirk rep replies to um, question four saying, scare Google so bad by gaining so much search share that Google starts valuing agencies and humans again. <laughs> yeah, so Kirk is again on the whole, yeah, let's value the humans over the automations the way humans have are valuing a lot of automation. Um, he goes, can you sense a recurring theme for me this week? Seriously, though, this is a good case study of why true competition is good for a market. Um, and then yeah, Kyle Schultz replies to question four saying smart shopping would be great. In reply to question three, Zach goes to have give to have give us six months if no changes so they can take care of bugs. Exactly. And it's not just Facebook with Google as well. When you make an update, stick with it and actually make sure it's working well. Um, it continues, they feel a need to constantly tweak and adjust ad manager to the point of finding new little issues almost every week. I know a lot are saying support, but since Q4 2019, I have huge improvements. Hmm, interesting. Julie Bicini replies to question four, saying fully integrate LinkedIn advertising into their platform, have all LinkedIn targeting available from Microsoft and do LinkedIn ads via their platform. Um, Julia Vice replies, um, stop this CBO nonsense. It's a great tool for certain campaigns and should not be mandatory for all campaigns. Daniel Vardy replies to question four saying, fix please. Number one, their query to keyword match is a problem. Two, their automated bidding algorithm straight up sucks. Three, the network or search partners always a problem. On the other hand, Microsoft advertising reps are 100% better than Google ads reps. Now that I do believe.
Daniel Vardy then replies to question four saying, can we go back to calling it Bing ads? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lot faster to say that. And sometimes some of um, my colleagues still forget it's it's now um, Microsoft advertising. Anyway, Zach then replies to question four saying, focus on improving usability for newer advertisers. For as much as the new UI on Google ads took a while to learn, Microsoft could learn from their mistakes and update the look of the platform. So I'm not the only one that thinks that they've used the same look of platform for ever has it ever changed since <laughs> we started using it um so yeah and kirk actually then uh, decides to clarify in some of his answers especially about the whole you know google being so bad by gaining so much share well scaring google so bad by gaining much share um, that Google starts to value agencies and humanities again. He continues, by the way, my comments today are not just complaining. I'm genuinely nervous for the industry. We've, we've um, crossed the board, seen a paradigm shift in how Google is treating human managers, agency or in, in-house in 2019, and this is deeply problematic for the future. How, you ask? Um, he continues, because a pure machine-run model exists solely on one, perfect data, two, perfect attribution. Neither of those are possible ever. That means at some point, the bubble is going to pop, article links shared earlier, and we all realize the important role of humans and machines. He continues, the external world is already noticing this, as in articles written about how digital marketing, that's our jobs, folks, that's our industry, is a bubble itself. Stand up and take notice. And there's a link that I'm going to share there. Um, and then, yeah, he continues saying, um, yeah, uh, after about the external world is already noticing, continues, my disagreement was added here. Um, but this is my opinion going to happen if things would ever go solely automation, since automation has to only use the data inputs you give it. And yeah, it gives us another link to our marketing land article and yeah which will definitely be shared as well um and then lastly he adds like um machines are great let's use them but humans aren't the enemy so google please stop treating more like us more like the enemy to your algorithm since that's going to hurt our industry overall and he goes i'm done now um so yeah and julia vice replies to that saying google and facebook stop treating me like an obstacle to you securing your bag um and then yeah kirk replies to that saying i think for me part of why i've actually started to get personally offended by this i know you're not supposed to in this business but i guess i have is because we've literally going from some uh, we're literally going for the same objective i want to give google or facebook more money i want to help our clients spend more and be more successful and make the platforms make more money too and then google plus google and, and then Googlers plus Google as an entity treat us like obstacles as if we're the enemy when we're aiming at the same thing. And that's very true. I, you know, right now it's really paining me on having to pull back spends for my current clients, even especially for the fact that January is the biggest month. It's a very high volume month for them, but because the targets have become so stringent, we have to cut down the spend and, and it's been very difficult because when I then uh, like reduce CPCs, because that actually generates better click, click volume, um, spend doesn't actually go down that much. Have you ever, ever had that issue where you're trying to do budget management by reducing CPCs? But yeah, that just, you just, it just gives you an insight into the fact that, you know, you can get more clicks <laughs> for a lower position. Um, meaning that, yeah, spend doesn't reduce that much because it's increased, you've increased the volume 
of your clicks. Um, I just hope like that client really does appreciate that. Um, so yeah, we then go on to question five. Um, Julie Bicini asks, what is your biggest wish or wishes for LinkedIn advertising in 2020? From what I've heard, because I've not really used it that much, that LinkedIn will be a little bit cheaper. Um, LinkedIn is a great platform. I use it organically. And sometimes when I um, do a good post, I get amazing, amazing feedback and amazing organic traffic, um, even to my site, whatever link I put into it. But yeah, to be able to do paid media on it, I need the cost to be a lot more manageable. Glenn Schmelzel replies to question four, saying I'll echo the responses on LinkedIn marketing, Microsoft advertising, ads interface, improving linkages between the two, but it may take rolling them into one huge UI in order to get mass adoption. Um, Robert Brady replies to question four and five that all the LinkedIn targeting would be available <laughs> in Microsoft ads. Um, yeah, we've got um, Jordan Stark more targeting to Microsoft ads. Um, Kirk Williams saying loving the Microsoft LinkedIn audience connection, but we still see low volume a lot. Would love traffic and bid modifier options to continue to expand on LinkedIn audiences for Bing ads. Um, Julia Vice replies saying MCC or other agency type account access. It's weird to be asking for personal accesses to pages and accounts per team member. Greg Fenn replies to question um, five saying a less cumbersome interface and desktop editor. Um, Julie, Julie replies to question five saying I will reiterate just rolling LinkedIn advertising into Microsoft advertising already. That would lower the CPCs, yes, and get more advertisers in the game. Seems like a win-win. Um, and then, yeah, Andrea Cruz replies um, to question five saying um, an offline editor would be great. Amali replies to what I believe is question five saying one of the major issues we have across all the platform is that businesses we work with see the platform's brand as be all end all. So when Google support wrongly tells my client something, they outweigh my expert advice 90%, 95% of the time because it's Google saying it. Yes, Google is like the be all and end all. Scott Clark replies to question five saying raise the reporting threshold so we can see better demographic reports. B2B are never going to have 200 leads. We need more more resolution um and then we've got um yes yeah, sam replying to question yeah i think the microsoft advertising one so that will be question five saying sync more data from linkedin into microsoft advertising adding new creative features that allow us to tell more of a story create um, story or create that all important emotional connection allow for more robust data sharing across platforms be more expensive Oh, be more expensive. So yeah, that's definitely more about um, the question about Microsoft advertising. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Judy going out, taking us to question six, saying, what is your biggest wish or wishes for other snapped, for other advertising platforms? So the likes of Pinterest, Snapchat, Twitter, Quora, Amazon, etc. in 2020. So yeah, that's the loser, a bunch of platforms that I've not really done much on. So I'll be, I'll be silent on these ones, but um We've got uh, Julia Vice replying to question six in dynamic ads specs. Every time I propose one more platform, one more platform, it's one more ad type of size resolution we have to invest in. Can we just start with an IAB standard hero image and your platform can resize? I know it's possible. Um, and then we've got... Um, um, Colin Slattery replying to question six saying, I wish these smaller platforms will have better and easier to access educational resources and data to make it easier for agencies to learn or justify the experimentation to clients. Hard to estimate how Snap will perform when I have no data 
on CPMs. That's very true. Sam replies, I honestly think Amazon should be its own entire chat. So let's have that aside. But for Quora plus Reddit, please just keep improving your platforms. I love both of them and both provide insane incremental value if used properly. Greg Friend replies to question six and really wish that Twitter's geo matching worked better. Um, Carl Schutz replies to question six in my most familiar of the other platforms in Amazon as I run my own FBA business. Please, 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 Amazon, give me better bid modifiers similar to Google and don't force a trademark for sponsored brand ads. Let anyone use them to create brand awareness. Got Andrea Cruz replying to question six, saying Twitter Twitter ads based on keywords you have on your bio would be cool. Um, And then we've got, um, yeah, Paul Wickard replied to question five saying linked always seem to roll out their features about two to three years late, LinkedIn even. And when they do, it seems like no one tested them to create campaigns in a normal workflow of a marketer. So they often have some tragic flaw. As an example, creating lead gen forms was terrible. Um, Amale replies, I've always thought this is because LinkedIn is not a marketing platform first. Its priority is to generate revenue from advertising. They generate the majority of their revenue from their premium memberships and job posting functionality. So they prioritize those. Yes, I definitely do believe that is true as well. And so Judy gives us question seven saying, what is your sleeper platform that you think will be more impactful in 2020? For me, it's Instagram, definitely. Colin Sato replies, it's going to be TikTok, right? It's definitely, the, it's definitely the fastest growing platform around. Yes, that's true. Julia Vice replies, Snapchat, something big and unexpected is coming out of there. Quora and Pinterest, of course, but Snap is recovering from a long slump. Jordan Stark replies, Google Ads display is actually slain for me right now. Oh, that's interesting. There are lots of audience options now, and it's just a matter of finding the right one. Also, Amazon. Um, and then we've got um, Sam replying to question seven saying, I'm going Microsoft advertising. Um, they have an opportunity to double market share this year with the LinkedIn integration. They've done a ton to improve the platform over the past year. And many of our clients have seen huge incremental growth from investments on the platform. And then Julie gives us question eight saying, um, yes, first of all, second to last question of the day. She goes, what are you most looking forward to in PPC in 2020? Um, uh, what am I looking forward to? That Hoping that all my wishes, all the wishes in this wish list gets, um, <laughs> gets, uh, Gets granted even. I was trying to figure out what's the what's the word for um replying to wishes. So yes, I hope my wishes get granted. That is what I'm excited at the possibility of. Um is more answers to question eight is from Julia Vice saying 2020 is going to be fun. I see more opportunities for platform testing, new betas, and lots of additional competition. I see a bigger playing field this year. And that is cool. Yes, I do see more competition and more people entering the field and a lot more need for PPC professionals um, this year. And that's mainly because I'm a freelancer and I just hope to keep getting work. Um, Colin Slattery replies to question 18. I'm looking forward to working with bigger clients and the continued overall growth in the industry. Also excited to see more niche platforms gain traction, allowing us to diversify somewhat away from Google and Facebook. Um, Julie Bicini replies to question eight, and I'm looking forward to trying new platforms and figuring out ways to leverage learnings from one 
one platform across to others. Amali replies saying, learning from all of you, in particular diving into shopping ads and analytics on a personal front and watching how the legislators getting involved in digital space impacts our abilities or careers or the platform. Also, if Google ads support improves, ooh, that'd be interesting. So continue saying 2020 may be the year I connect with Julia Vice in person. Oh, that'd be a nice connection between Amali and Julia. Um, then Greg replies to question 18, innovation. There's a lot to complain about, but I love Love new testing. We have lots of fun things in 2019. Pay for conversions, audience and combos in search, and more. Love to see what additional technology is coming. And then our last question from Jilly is: What are you most concerned about in PPC in 2020? Um, clients keeping on listening to Google over the agency or over the agency or you know your agency contact or your yeah your PPC professional. Um, Google just wants to spend your money. Platforms, a lot of platforms just want to spend money, and I really hope that clients will start really listening to um, their PPC professionals and their agencies. You know, over just uh, the blank word of Google. If it's in line with what they were suggesting, sure. If it's not, uh, please take our word over Google. Um, and then, yeah, in answer to question nine, we've got Julia going, um, it more, more reckless automation rollouts, more stonewalling from the big platforms, less control over costs, and more giant data breach, uh, um, breaches. Um, Sam replies to question eight saying, honestly, more fun projects and complicated problems, emergence of more niche platforms and more automation that frees up smart people to do more smart things that help our clients bottom line and less button mashing. And then we've got um, Colin Slattery replying to question nine, saying most concerned about the push towards automation, reducing the potential ROI of online advertising with Google and Facebook, trying to push out agency middle peeps in order to squeeze more ad dollars out of the end advertisers. Amali replies to question nine, saying um, in brackets, lack of then support. Um, second one, that keywords will go away. Third, legislatures getting involved in the complicated digital space with no understanding. Um, fourth, this idea that bidding on competition's name is something that shouldn't be allowed getting legs. Oh, yeah. And then Greg Finn replies to question nine, saying um, platforms overlooking agencies or in-house at SMBs and catering to the extremes, big brands or basic businesses. It seems we are getting pushed further down the importance scale. Um, Andrea Cruz replies to question nine, in attribution being more desperate, sorry, attribution being, being more disparate than ever and cookie tracking is not helping that either. Yes, I don't think we've gotten any better at all with attribution when a couple of years ago we were still trying to figure it out. I thought we'd have figured it out by now. Um, Amanda uh, replies to question 18. I want to do more business around feed optimization and Google shopping for e-com. Feeds are the future. Julia answers question 9 saying more forced automation that doesn't fill all situations. A lot of it is either... A lot of it is designed with the end advertiser being a gigantic e-commerce brand, tracking getting more difficult and its impact on remarketing, targeting, etc. General economic recession. That's some interesting concerns. Paul Wicker replies to question nine saying, what does a Google or Facebook breakup look like if the government tries to intervene? Will we have to pay for Google Analytics? Will WhatsApp spin out to a separate ad platform while good or for, while good for innovation and marketers in the long term might be painful in the short term. 
Um, and then, yeah, Amalia then replies to um, Julie, where Julie replied to question 19, more forced automation that, that doesn't fit all situations. Amalia replies, a lot of automations is designed with big brands with big budgets in mind, not my little guys. I don't know. Yeah, some automation, well, I know the Google automation, maybe like the scripts automations helps with actually, you know, managing performance for the little guys as well so i think that is important to look at so not quite google automations but just scripts in general and now before we finish off we've got a god um i'll give andrea cruz's answer uh, sorry amanda's answer for question 19 the cost of health insurance for the self-employed aka me yes i should be thinking about that as well for myself so yeah i hope you found that useful i hope you got some you know um interesting um you heard some interesting wish lists with it um some of your wish lists make that list did you hear some of that do you wish for some of the same things did some do you have some wish lists that is extra above to what we were shared please share that with us we'd love to hear about it um but yeah for now hope you found that talk useful and took some great takeaways about it and you know had some ideas about what to test in the new year maybe start looking at testing you know other new platforms like snapchat quora you know amazon even if you haven't already um and yeah if you want to have a chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solution do get in touch with me by using um by sending me an email at hello at mindfront.com and remember for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your songs kicking bye